Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Everyday Bubbly. I'm Taylor. And I'm Allegra, and we're so glad to have you here. Each episode, we'll be choosing some of the big and small moments from the past week. And keeping it real about everything in between. So let's kick things off by popping open a bottle of bubbly. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Everyday Bubbly with Allegra and Taylor. We've got a super special episode today, as you guys can probably see, unless you're on Spotify, in which case you're not seeing anything. (laughs) Um, We have a guest today, our friend Alex, and we are so excited to dive in. I just remembered, Alex, I don't even think I know your last name. I Like, I know that I do, but I don't Casalado. remember. Casalado. Oh, yeah, Casalado. Casalado. Got Alex Casalado here. Um, and we're so excited to just talk about doing things that scare you, even though they scare you, like doing it anyways, and just kind of diving into the abyss, which I think is a great 2024 message that we're super excited to, like, share with y'all. Um, that's, that's one of my mantras is like do shit that scares you oh yeah you made every an instagram day. post about every that day. the other day what what's the thing one? that scares you for today uh packing for my <laughs> trip <laughs> that's fair i packed yeah. yesterday i have some laundries yeah. yeah i feel like january is like one long sunday scary sometimes yeah. yeah it's a weird month i feel like this coming week too is like the real week and i'm like this is gonna be this back to reality and i'm not quite ready yeah <laughs> Um, so this is what we've got going on today. Uh, Allegra, what are we drinking this week? So we picked up this lovely bottle from our local central market. It is a brand called Keep Wines, and it's a 2020 Kunwas. I have never heard of this before. Kunwas <laughs> from California. I don't know what that means. We're it's a red. A little research on it. It is a, it's a chillable red, and it's a natural wine. Uh, Wait, I'll David Gerard vineyard pretty color it's very pretty it's fruity it's got a bit of like a tang to it yeah this um i literally just googled it and it says that it is vibrant and spicy with layers of anise strawberries and blueberries Mm. what kind of grape is it kunwa's is the type of grape oh yeah it's an obscure (laughs) late ripening red variety thought to be native to the rhone valley yeah, so we are here. We are trying wine education. Yeah, new year, new Learning wines. Anything. So pretty it's good. I like it. And we picked it because of the graphic design. So good job, Keep Wines. Pretty, I would just say wine font treatment. Wine makers need to, and I think people have been doing this a lot more by spending time on the labels. You're making more money. Oh, like I like I'm gonna buy something based off of I how cute the label is. A lot yes. of people make their decision based on the label. Yeah, so if you're a <laughs> winemaker, <laughs> let us know. We'll we'll uh, give you recommendations for wine labels any day. Yeah, I like it though. Yeah, I'm a big fan. It's like fruitier than I expected it to be, but in a good way. And Alex, you are not drinking. You are participating in. I'm attempting. Attempting dry January. Attempting dry January. First time I've ever attempted it. Um, I was just saying to you too. I feel like. In January, I've always had some sort of trip or occasion or event. I've been like, um, I know I'm going to make an exception. So like, why even bother and setting myself up to fail? But this month I was like, you know what? I have nothing on the calendar. I'm going to really try it. And How's I it going to just so feel far? fresh and good. And we're what? We're a week seven in. Seven days in. Seven days in. I stayed strong. I said to you though, my boyfriend and I didn't know what to do with ourselves all weekend. Cause we were like, everything we do revolves around going out and drinking. Yeah. And that's just kind of the reality of things. So that really is. We've. Stayed in and cooked and worked out and done all the good things. All so we'll see stuff. how long it lasts. I mean, you're twenty five percent of the way. Yeah, done that's already. a great way to look at it. So mm-hmm. like, you're practically so, half. Do that halfway. three more times. Yeah, and I feel like we know what it feels like now. Like we yeah. got a weekend and like, so we'll see. But yeah, I picked up this. What did we say it was? I think it's Gaia. Um, non alcoholic aperitif. It's their ginger. Um, version it's of it. It's very pretty. It's very pretty. Mm-hmm. It looks like a pretty cocktail. Um, I feel like it would, should be like raspberry flavored. Yeah, you know, it's very, yeah, I did not expect this color from a no. ginger drink, but it's really tasty and we put it in a pretty glass with a big ice cube. I will say I've done dry um, January a few times and where I've gone through like phases where I wasn't drinking and the glass makes all the it difference. It makes a difference. You can drink yeah. lemonade. Like we did for your birthday last year, we went to like a really nice French restaurant and I got lemonade in a fancy glass yeah. and I felt 
You okay, feel like it's like that like placebo kind of just yeah. effect of just like feeling like you have a drink, but mm-hmm. um, and that's the beauty too when you if you do go out and you feel like you're gonna get pressure from people. Yeah. If you're drinking it out of a nice glass, who's who's even gonna ask gonna you? Question. Yeah. 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 Now if you're holding a can of water or something, then it's that's different. Yeah. Yeah. And then should I show this? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So then I also picked up, again, purely based off of label, but um, a Wolfer Estate, which is actually from out in the Hamptons in Long Island in New York. Um, And this happens to be their non-alcoholic sparkling rosé. So I wanted to bring something bubbly for the podcast. I love that. You Um, know what that reminds me? forcing you guys to try a non-alcoholic. No, I'm always a fan of non-alcoholic things. We'll see how it is. You know what that reminds me of was... My birthday last year. Oh, when yeah. When we got a bunch of champagne. And oh, yeah. And we were drinking it at the spa. Yeah. And I was doing, <laughs> and I was doing, doing dry January. January. And I brought two <laughs> bottles of, like, non-alcoholic sparkles. So yeah. I had, like, pretty apart. And I, like, came back for one of the treatments. And the bottle was just gone. And I was like, okay, I had, like, a glass and a half. But, like, okay, like, maybe it just got cleaned up in the mess. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We're like end of the day, I think. End of our You're time. Guzzling there. this bottle that was in this little like cute mum Napa case that my friend had gotten me. Like a little insulated <laughs> case. Insulated case. And we were like finishing that. We go to remove it and it was it's not alcohol. And everybody was like, Wait, oh. what? And I was like, oh well there it is. One of your friends who's diabetic was like, well that explains my blood sugar spike. <gasps> Oh she my like, god! It like was so really had no idea. But isn't that funny? It was, how, like, so you don't funny. even like. It was my mom. Can't even tell. You know, she was mom? she was trying to clean up, and I think she like put it. Oh, like, I don't think she realized it was non-alcoholic. Yeah. yeah. So you didn't drink any of that, and nope. we all drank it, yeah. thinking it was champagne, it was <laughs> real booze. But and I think like, like that. Why am I not buzzed yet? That's a testament to like the taste. Like nobody yeah. was phased by the fact that it tasted. Granted, I was in a bottle. Like they don't look the same. Yeah. with orange juice. So I think that's why. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't have noticed that. Yeah, yeah. you were literally drinking juice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, I was like, why don't I feel anything? Like, two juices mixed together. No. But I'm excited to try that I'm one. Excited to try yeah, this one. Good. Because I feel like that's my biggest thing with um, when you do dry January. Sometimes you just want like the motion, which I think is your. It's a great point that you said yeah. of drinking still even water out of nice glassware yeah. gives you that like illusion. Mm-hmm. But I would love like. I haven't really found a good, like, non-alcoholic wine. I'm excited to try this one. So, yeah, that's good. Well, cheers. Cheers, y'all. We're going to do a cheers, and then we're going to share our cheers. Yeah. Thank Alex, you for well, having of me. Of course, we're so happy to so have excited. you. So honored. Um, as you know, we do a cheers of the week every week, just celebrating some of the little moments that happen. So, Alex, we'll let you go first as our guest. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Which cheers the week? I mean, kind of already mentioned it, but I do feel like I'm going to cheers myself for just making it through the first week of January yes. and drinking. Um, I feel like it's... That's a solid one. It's 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 hard. Um, yeah. But I feel like I'm going to just be super proud on the other side of things just to, again, have challenged myself and done something that I haven't normally done before. So... Definitely cheersing to that. I think cheersing to just making it through the first week of work back as mm-hmm. kind of fake as it was and everyone wasn't totally back and bosses were still out on vacation. It was still a feat to just get back into the swing of things. So oh, cheersing yeah. to just take the out of office off and yeah. like to be responding. Just like tackle the inbox and just get literally back in the mindset. And yeah. that was just hard for me and took a few days, so. I think I'm still, maybe because I knew that we had, Ali and I have a trip yeah. next week. Yeah. I felt I was still in vacation mindset, even though those four days of work, I was like, I know yeah. I'm not gonna be here. This is like two weeks away yeah, is the real like, start to the week. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I don't know, sure. I'm like in between the two of y'all, because I also knew this week I'll be out, which means that I was really trying to get ahead of things mm, yeah. this past week, especially taking advantage of the fact that it was very quiet. Yeah. Like, there was, like, nobody at the office. It was, like, crickets. Yeah. And even, like, emailing external clients is, like, still some People slow still, response yeah. times. But yeah. yeah, I feel like it takes a few weeks in January for everyone to get back, and then it hits you, like, a truck, and then yeah. it's just back. <laughs> That's your choice. Um, let me look at my... I, like, had written two down and I forgot. Okay, wait. I had I had two. Um, one, they're, like, 
not small cheers. They're not like quite everyday bubbly. They're maybe like an every week, every month bubbly. Every, every quarter bubbly. Every quarterly bubbly cheers. <laughs> um, I'm excited to do Disney with you next yeah, week. Um, that was like not my cheers intentionally because I'm like, that's a big cheers. That's big cheers. But I feel like I'm really excited for it. I mean, we get to celebrate big things the same way we get to celebrate small things. Like mm -hmm. I think everything gets to be celebrated. Um, and I, this will be my first time going with friends. Mm -hmm. I so have gone fun. traditionally with family or like, I think I've mentioned before, like I have dated into a Disney adult family. <laughs> like I was always very judgmental of Disney adults and this will be my third time going in five years, which is wow. That's absurd. Crazy. And actually maybe four, if you have one, I went to Disneyland Paris like two years ago. What about like, the resort yeah. in Hawaii? We're just adding them up. Oh my that's God, Alex, stop outing me as a Disney <laughs> adult. How many pairs of ears do you have? I have four. Yeah. But that's over like a, a long time. Like I didn't buy all of those in the past five years. Like some of them are like 10 years. Well, I have zero, so. Well, we're going to change that. Yeah. Soon, um, But soon I'm excited <laughs> to do a friend time in, um, in Disney and get to like see all of your reactions to things. Because even the first time I went, I was like, this is... Alley's kind of place more than it's my kind of place. Like I mean, the Star Wars land, a hundred percent. Yeah. Like, I, 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 have be, like I have enough Star Wars shirts to wear one every day that we're there, but I'm intentionally not because I want to represent the other parks. <laughs> but I have freaking Star Wars tattoos. Like, I'm just yeah. gonna lose my shit. You are. So, like, I'm excited to go and like see your reaction. <laughs> honestly, more than I'm excited to go for myself. I don't think I'd be as excited if it was just Nick and I. So that's my cheers. Is like Aww, bringing yeah. you along. Um, and then my second cheers is I got a new job title <gasps> on God. Friday. Yeah, oh I was super. Gosh. Yeah, I was super excited. The end of last year was just kind of like all over the place yeah. in terms of work. There was just a lot of like transitions and changes. Um, so my CEO sat down and like worked out a new title for me and I'm really excited to like have clarity in my role going forward, which is something as a Virgo is very important to me to like know what I'm trying so to do. So what's the new title? Do you oh, want to share yeah. it? Um, I'm still trying to negotiate some of the verbiage, but I'm thinking head of uh, customer research, like basically research, which Amazing. is very much up my alley. I love asking questions. That's why, yeah. why we have a podcast. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really excited Congrats. about it. Thank yeah, you. That's a great, that's a great way to kick yeah. off that is a new year. That's yeah. like a, that is definitely a quarterly, yearly. Yeah. yeah. That's like an annual bubbly cheers, not an everyday bubbly. Well, now mine is going to seem very lack. <laughs> no, it's no, so good cheers. Yeah. Um, no so, cheers is better than the other one. Well, we may have to come back and, and see how this cheers lives, but uh, over the holidays, I wore my faux fur Abercrombie puffer out mm. to Miracle on Fifth Street and got a cocktail spilled all over it. Oh my god! Went to take it to the dry cleaner. They rejected it because they're like, it says on the label you can't dry, dry clean or oh my wash god. it. They're like, it says spot clean only. I'm like, but look at this. There's it a was, big spot. It was literally not even a spot all over. Like it's like it. it Came and hit oh, the front. stranger. Hit the hit back. Like... No, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was so was like, I was like about to like fight somebody. I, yeah, no, I was like, like this. No, but it was like human a spilled all over him. And that's even the more baffling part is how I got it on so much yeah, of the jacket. What? It was like you... all over one sleeve, the front and the back of one side. Did you have a seizure? Like what? And it was it was in a glass like maybe smaller than this so i don't even understand so but it was weird. a very sugary uh cranberry based cocktail oh, gosh. Mm. so after having it just sitting in this room on a hanger for a month i finally gave it a bath today and i say that because i filled the bathtub up i put detergent in it oh, wow. I, I washed it in the tub and that did it work that fucker was so heavy. Oh, I imagine. And I was here by myself, and I'm like, this is a two-person job. Somebody oh needs God. to hold it while I squeeze all oh the water out of it. I definitely, like, my forearms are sore from, yeah, like, like what a workout. Heating, yeah. heating this thing up and, like, trying to squeeze the water <laughs> out of it. Um, so it's laying, it's laying draped over a chair outside in the sun. Okay. And then I'm going to try and brush it out. And we're just going to see what happens. But... 
I'm I'm cheersing to um, that being a success. I'm yeah, hoping it is. And, and if I'm it's, impressed. But if it's not, like, here's the thing. I wasn't going to wear it again, like, with it stained like that. So if I ruined it, well, I wasn't going to wear it anyway. So yeah. at least this is giving it a shot of being able to be wearable again. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good. I've been able to, like wash like my cowhides and other like faux fur stuff so I'm Abercrombie's label says you can't wash it I'm feel like you're good at that stuff though yeah it's just all about like how you treat it and not like throwing it you can't throw it in the washing machine yeah yeah but to hand wash it like that so we'll see I'll provide an update and if not I'm at least proud that like sometimes when things are like that I just prolong doing them because I'm like it's just yeah, it's 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 out of the way, but it was just like. Was oh. this your one thing that scared you today? Yeah. Washing my jacket. <laughs> I was like, yeah, don't do it in there. I'm like, the oh god, what if this is forever ruined? And then I'm like, well, it is what it is. At least you attempted a fix. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers to that. It. Yeah. Cheers to that. Thanks. I probably would have given up much more easily than you. Oh, same. <laughs> I would have just complained about it for yeah. months on And then end. just, like, bought a new one eventually. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I was at the store yesterday, I was, like, looking at their jackets. I'm like, is there a replacement? I didn't see one. And I'm like, uh. And, and the reason, too, for just just diving in and trying it was I wanted to wear it twice this week. There was, like, oh, two outfits I had, and I was like, yeah. I can't wear it because yeah. it's all messed up. So yeah. that's not time, to just, time to see if it's fixable, and if it's not, time to buy a new one. Yeah. So, yeah. Treat yourself. Those are good cheers. Um, well, should we dive in to, like, what we wanted to, to spend some time talking about and yeah. chatting with Alec? So I guess maybe it would be best for the listeners if we gave a little bit of background as to why we're coming to you yeah. with this question Allie, well, I, wanna, I want i want alex to share yeah. how how we met okay because i love hearing it from <laughs> your point of view and then i can chime in with it my is, point of view story okay yeah so i'll okay i'll go back a bit um and how i got to austin and how i met both of you um so i'm originally from new york i grew up in upstate new york and then i lived in new york city for almost a decade and then that little thing, COVID, happened. Heard of and it. And I was living in Manhattan and by myself and scared and uneasy and like everyone. Didn't know what to do other than go home to my parents. Um, so I went home to my parents in upstate New York and fast forward about 18 months. Um, I lived at home in my parents in my childhood bedroom was lucky enough to keep my my job um doing events for viacom which is now paramount um so was kind of doing what everyone was doing working from home and just kind of like trying to navigate this crazy new world in life um and i'd say within that you know year year and a half i really was starting to itch for kind of a change and realizing that i didn't necessarily think I wanted to go back to New York City which was like this crazy big realization for me that I never thought would happen yeah I thought like do you think New York City like where else the city is home was it just having that space at your parents do you think you would have come to that same realization if you didn't no I say I'm like if not for COVID I probably would have never left New York um I think that whole experience just totally opened my eyes and allowed me to realize that like there was so much more out there and that it was okay to not just like go back to something that I was comfortable in. But if COVID hadn't happened, I didn't, and I didn't get like pushed or forced out to go on this kind of new journey and live at home for a few months and save money and do all of this. Like I would have just did kind of what all my friends did, which was like ride it out and stay in New York in their studio apartments and like figure out you know, when it was going to end and if they were going to do anything differently. And a lot of them didn't. So I, um, yeah, I spent almost a year and a half at home. Um, I think before COVID, honestly, too, I didn't realize in the moment, but I do think I was kind of starting to get the itch to like change something. Like I had been at Viacom for at that point, like six years. Like I was an intern in college. How old were you? 27 so that was like all of your professional career yeah like I literally grew up there professionally and like had obviously the most incredible experience professionally and personally and made great relationships and did awesome stuff but 
it was, you know, six going on seven years, I think for anyone, you're kind of, you know, even if it's great and you're like on a great trajectory, like for someone like me who just kind of always is sort of itching for something new every few years, every few months, I was like, okay, so that was already sort of kind of happening. And I think too, I I had been lucky enough to have experiences like going abroad during college and spending a semester in Italy and like going on trips with family and friends and like just always kind of had that like wander, lust, adventure side. Yeah. And just like knew and know that there's just so much out there. Like the world is like so much so bigger. big and there's so many cities even in the US that like are amazing and have so much opportunity. So always kind of keeping that in the back of my mind, but then realizing that I had an opportunity after saving some money and, you know, just feeling secure in having support from family and whoever to like make that jump and, you know, take Let's that, start over, take that risk and start over. So how I got to Austin, I mean, during this kind of year and a half at home and I was also just like trying to figure out like who I wanted to be and what I wanted to do next, like started making a list. I feel like probably like anyone does of like, where could I see myself living? And like, where are there like job opportunities, like in events and marketing or like companies that I've been interested in working at? Um, so started making that list and it was kind of all over the place and it was like LA or San Francisco and then it was like London and then it was like Miami and then it was like just kind of all Austin like yeah and all for like maybe a couple of reasons for each um and places I had been before Austin I had only been at that point to once before and I came for the Formula One like weekend and race mm-hmm. with my cousin and a few friends um, in 2019 and spent just like a weekend here. Obviously the city was like bustling and there was so much going on and there was so much fun. So I had a blast and I was like, wow, Austin's and it's like fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah. No it was like perfect weather, <laughs> just like the most fun experience. And then like walked around town and went to South Congress and just got like, I feel like that like true kind of quintessential like Austin weekend. And I was like, I had no idea how cool this place was. Like, I could really see myself living here. Like, yeah. I remember saying that to, like, Liam or yeah. whoever I was with. And I was like, okay. So that kind of always stuck. And then, of course, like, job was like, <laughs> okay, that's an important factor. Like, I, yeah. if I'm going to move somewhere, I either need the job ahead of moving there or, like, know that I'm going to get a job there. Like, because... Yeah. That was almost a little too much risk. Like, I wasn't willing to go that far. Yeah. And not go somewhere without a job. Um, So, I'd say the biggest kind of decision I made along the way was to actually resign from Viacom in the moment where I did not actually have a job yet. Oh, that's so so brave. That was, like, a hugely, hugely, very out of Alex ordinary like I am planner to a T type A like always Mm -hmm. like future planning looking forward like ready to have you know a plan in place and I knew though that I was so ready to do that and that show that I was really ready to like make these big changes like I knew in myself did you also because you mentioned earlier like you felt you like stayed at home had a bunch of time like save and you like had that support system do you think that also like helped you make that decision yes I mean the most incredibly supportive fa- parents and like, um, you know, m- money. Like I was living in New York City and at that point alone paying gobs of money for rent yeah. in like a hell's kitchen, like walk up, like, you know, you're spending the money that you're making in New York, like you're not saving. Um, so to then have that kind of financial cushion a little bit, just cause I was living at home and my parents support, I think, the year I was working for Viacom remotely too was just super tumultuous, like because of COVID, everyone that I grew up with at Nickelodeon and these brands that I worked for and like people who had families and kids, like the whole company was getting laid off. Like, and it was just incredibly emotional. I'm sure we all experienced that in some way. Um, And you feel, and I felt in that moment, a lot of guilt. I kept my job the whole time but I was on an events team and we weren't producing events and it like kind of didn't make sense. So there was just a lot of like internal, like shame and guilt. And I was just like, yeah, like, yeah. Why me? Like it was just a lot. Um, and then of course in true like fashion, what then happens is like 
I looked up one day and I was doing a job that like I didn't even like know how to do because they were just dumping all this random work and stuff on the people on who the were people still that there. left. Yeah. Right. So it was like I was like I felt like at one point they were asking me to like code and I was like I'm like an events manager like what is happening? No. Like this is not my job. I was like, and I also have not gone to school for like, this. Yeah, like, that is a career. I looked up and I was working like 17 hours a day like from home oh like in my childhood bedroom like just like trying to help because that's in my nature too like I was like this is like survival mode too like there's yeah. stuff to be done like there's clients to you know appease appease and you know, the, the business still needs to, needs stay, to afloat. stay afloat. Yeah. And it was just, I remember just feeling overwhelmed and a lot of pressure and just kind of lost. Um, so that all was happening too in the workspace. And that's, I think what ultimately led me to being like, I, this is just like no longer for me. Like what mm-hmm. an incredible run I had, what an incredible experience, but getting to that realization and then ultimately deciding to resign, even though I didn't have anything lined up was like the first, I think big Big, big step. Big, scary step. Yeah, that's a scary thing to do. Especially like we said, that's Um, been your job, your entire professional career. Oh, yeah, that's all I knew. You're like, what the F am I going to do next? Yeah. Yeah. So, but then when one door closes, another door opens. Literally. (laughs) Um, No, and exactly that happened. I mean, it was June when I um, left Viacom, and I remember for once in my life being like, okay, let me like chill out for a few weeks. Like, what a concept. Like, let me just, like, not yeah. be, like, a psychopath. <laughs> Can't relate, honestly. Like, I also think, you know, like, living at home. Chill. If I was living at home and I tried to do that, my mom would be like, when are you going to get When are you going to get Yeah, I was... You're lucky. I was, uh, yeah. And so I was like, okay, let me take a few weeks. Just, like, it's the middle of the summer. I live at Lake George. Like, yeah. I'm very blessed. Let me just, like, lean into this. For I've a, seen the photos. For it's a few beautiful. Weeks and just enjoy this and, yeah. and all my family was around too I had to remember like that was a big thing too was like I went home to my parents but like my brother lives in upstate New York like my grandparents like my yeah. uncle and my cousins and stuff so like in that moment it was also really important for me to realize like okay there's never a moment even though we're under these like crazy stressful circumstances of like a pandemic like there's never going to be a moment where we're all just, like, sitting still and together, yeah. like, mm-hmm. in the same place. Like, Which I think is one of the biggest takeaways for me, not to interrupt, but, like, for COVID is, like, I think it really redefined how people look at things because we got yeah. that space and that, like, that solitude with your important people to just, oh like, exist. Yeah. yeah. It really, it was, a, it was a really hard time and hard year, two years, but I feel like it did bring a lot of, like, this is the important stuff. Yeah. Family. Friendship. Work was like... (laughs) Health. Health, yes. And things that we had control over, honestly. I feel like... We're like tangenting a little bit, but I feel like we've gotten so wrapped up in things that we don't have control over that Uh, that was like a reset button for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, realizing that too, I was also like, let me spend a few weeks hanging with my family and like just being present and like taking advantage of this. Like grandparents are old. Like we're all lucky to be healthy. All of that. So at that point you're, it was, I'm just trying to remember like the timing of it. Like this was coming more out of the pandemic, right? Yeah. This was, so this was like summer of 21. Okay. So a solid year It wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't in the heart lockdown. Yeah. 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 Um, so took a few weeks off in the summer and just kind of, you know, told a few people here and there from like my network in New York and started to kind of like put in friends ears like, yeah, I'm thinking of moving somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know where yet. Um, and then I think it may have been like two, maybe three weeks later, um, a now former colleague at Viacom like called me Um and he was someone I was close with, worked closely with, and someone who, when I left, I said, like, you know, here's, kind of, here's kind of what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I have, like, Austin at the top of my list of cities I'm interested in potentially moving to. Let me know if you hear of anything. Um, and he called me and was like, hey, I know, like, it's been two weeks. I know you're trying to chill. But, like, there's a woman and a company and an opportunity I feel like is too good to just, like, not put on your radar and, like, you can do with it what you want. Yeah. And that happened to be... Bobby Jacobs at Forefront, where Allegra and I work together. 
um, based in Austin. So in that moment, it kind of just felt a little bit too good to be true. Yeah. Ready to like explore. And this I was a little like, bit. okay. Um, so long story short ish, I got connected with Bobby and she, you know, did what she does, which now I know very well working with her for two years, just how she operates. But she, she schmoozed me and she called me and she was just this vibrant, enthusiastic, energetic woman entrepreneur who started these really fabulous like food music and wine festivals that Allegra and I work on now in Napa and Colorado and she was like I've just partnered up with these guys they're based in Austin here's what they do look at the website um I saw your resume Adam from Viacom you know we've worked together he says great things about you like I know it, it was like July 4th weekend or something. She's like, I know it's a long weekend or like, I had like a family reunion. I don't know, yeah. something was happening. And But she was like so incessant. Now I know, I'm like, that's just Bobby. Like she, has, <laughs> yeah. she wants something. She's going to get it in that moment. Yeah. Um. But she, she was like, take bean. the weekend and like, you know, think about it and call me on Monday. And I feel like that next week I had a call with her. I had a call with Terry who runs the marketing team. Who wow. is my boss. And the next week, I think I was on a plane to Denver to meet Bobby in person for a lunch and then the two partners in the company, Jay and That's John. That's so fast. For dinner. And I spent like 24 hours in Denver. And in that moment, it all felt just super right. And in moments like that, I'm a true believer in like following your gut and your intuition. Yeah. Um, and it all felt really right in my gut. And I was like, these seem like really good people. Um, I'm super jazzed to be kind of like poached by this like really cool woman, entrepreneur, founder, leader, and it's based in Austin. <laughs> and that was kind of like, okay, like, 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 oh, yeah, like, the, like universe isn't kind of like telling me yeah. that this is sort of what's meant to be then. That's amazing. Yeah. How, so this is something I struggle with. So I'm curious, like how you did, cause you were saying that you followed your gut. How do you clear the noise from your head? I feel like sometimes I'm like, this is what I want to do, but this is what I think I should do instead. And I yeah. feel like I battle back and forth between those two sides of myself endlessly. Mm -hmm. It's a good question. I mean, I did in this moment a lot of like the classic, like I like wrote a lot of shit down. Like I made yeah. like pros, cons lists. Like I was like trying to like, kind of like, like what's worst case, best case scenario in my head yeah. that I knew I would be asking myself all those different questions and like, well, what if this, what if that? Like, yeah. Um, I think for me though, it is just going through that exercise and that battle a lot in your head, but then ultimately like taking that time to pause and reflect and be like, but like, what, what, like, do what I want? feels right? Yeah. yeah. And whatever that first thought is, I kind of am like, that's what I'm going with. I love that. And I think my mom has been like really crucial for me in kind of teaching me how to do that exercise, but like on my own, but like she will also question me in ways that like I might not question myself. Mm. So I feel like it's really important to have people around you too, who will like ask the hard questions and be yeah. like, well... Like, what is your gut telling yeah. you? Like, the like, devil's advocate. It's different when someone else is asking it to you, I feel yeah. like, than, like, your own kind of internal... Dialogue. Dialogue. Um, I feel like that's the case, like, when you're <clears throat> hearing any sort of advice or information. Like, sometimes, yeah. like, the people... Like, your close, close network, too. Like, or your loved ones, your partner. Like, they might say something that you just, like, are like, eh, whatever. And then, like, someone else, like, your mom or your best friend will, yeah. like, say the same thing to you. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's a totally different impact. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, getting the outside opinions, not to be an opinion, but to be more of, like... Another voice. Another yeah. input. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, I did a lot of... It was weird for me because, like, I have, still to this day, a really close-knit group of friends, guys and girls from college that are all for the most part still living in New York um that I spent my 20s with you yeah. know partying and doing everything with and that for me was uh, besides the familial aspect of like even thinking about having to like get on a plane to go back to see my family like living somewhere that far away like I'd never done that before so like that was a huge factor and then the friend piece was huge right? like yeah. it was just like I'd already clearly made the job decision um but the friend thing was also really big. And 
for a while, I remember I didn't really share much with them because mm. you didn't I'm want also a person. I didn't really want it because I was like, I need to make this decision for myself. But yeah. I also was like, I wasn't sure like what was ultimately going to happen. And I feel like yeah, we do this thing where it's like you don't want to share information. Like it's like you don't want to tell someone you're pregnant until you, like retract the first it trimester, later. right? Or like whatever it might be until things are like yeah. more set in stone and yeah. like real. Um, so I think I didn't want all my friends' inputs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, to Which be totally scary. honest, because I knew what I was going to be met with. And I think knowing that was like also what stopped me. So did you know, I know that you had met Allegra when you came in like October or something like that for a quick weekend before you'd like officially moved. But did you know anybody in Austin when you like decided to make the move? No. Was that <laughs> wild for you? Yeah. How did you like... And she didn't um, even know, I mean, like, yeah, when she came down, like, so we... So, I knew <laughs> not... that two girls lived here that were friends with friends of mine. Gotcha. So, I knew two people that were, like, friends of my friends. Like, Colleen, knew of two people. Correct. Colleen and at the at that moment, Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like but, you were, like, really big into, like, creating a community. Like, you've had such a strong community. Like, how did you recreate a community here or is that still something you're like doing yeah um yeah the whole not knowing anyone was really daunting but I don't think I realized how daunting it was until I got here like I was like I'm I can talk to people all my friends like I think the big thing for me though and looking back and kind of reflecting was like knowing that I was joining a company that was based here and had a footprint here and had people here like that changed everything yeah and I met like her, her like, the soon. literal first week. Because I came in August. Yeah, so then we met in October. <laughs> yes, when I officially yeah. moved. So I yeah, came no. in, like, August. <laughs> For later. Like, no, it was, like, yeah, was like, Labor Day weekend. weekend. Yeah. And I was like, I need to, like, You guys spent, like, 30, out. like 48 hours together. We spent, together. like, four days together. <laughs> but this is funny because you had been in the office for, like, a week. Two, a week and I like did not talk to you at all. Yeah, because I'm, about I'm right. so yeah, no. adverse to change, and I see new people, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah, we'll she see. ignored me for four days. That sounds. <laughs> that sounds like now a that rock. I'm yeah. Two years <laughs> like, yeah. And then you came over to my desk and you're like, hi. I'm I made I made the first move. That, honestly, that's I'm pretty sure that's how it went for us too. And then as soon as you came to say hi, I was like, you're like nice. You're I was like, nice. I was no, like, yeah. let's go. I was like, let's, what are you doing yeah, this weekend? I just had to make the first move. No, I came, so yeah, I came in August in the sweltering hot, which I was like, uh, Worst boss of the time to show up. First thing I remember was like, oh God, it's hot. Um, <laughs> but I needed to like meet the team. I wanted to like figure out where I needed to like, I was like, I don't know where I should live. Yeah. And, like all this stuff. Um, so I came for two weeks to like start work a little bit and figure out where I wanted to live. And then... Miss Allegra, <laughs> um, once we got formally introduced acquainted. and acquainted in the office, um, you totally took me under your wing and I will forever be grateful for that. I know it was, it was Labor Day weekend and I think like, I was, it was like, the best I was just like, I don't know what to do. Like, and I was like, we have plans like, every car. single was, day. You know, I didn't like have anyone or anything and. We so literally hung like, out like four days in a row. I think Adam was out of town and yeah. he was just like, I got you. Yeah, and I was that. like, let's go. And we just tore we did up all Austin. the things. We did so much. It was so we fun. Did, we did a crazy Austin weekend in those four days. My favorite, I mean, we went out drinking and dancing and lunches Eating. and brunches and all the things. Oh, and nice. I just remember, I think by the last day, we were both like hungover. And we just went to Soho House and just sat. We just like we just, stared. We just sat and were like on our phones, but like next to each other. And at that point, that's I was the mark like, of a friend. At that point, I was like, okay, we're best friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was yeah. pretty much that instantaneous. I was like, I just need um, to be around you. And yeah, no, that weekend yeah. definitely just like cemented things and so quickly. And I was like, okay. And I think and that, we looked at a few apartments. I feel yeah, like. yeah, you helped me like go see apartments and kind of like figured out what neighborhood I should live in, which I still live in. So. Yep. You you knew my vibes from the start. Um, but I went home then for, like, almost two months because I had to still, like, get my shit together and, yeah. like, plan to actually move and everything. But I think I went home, and after having met her, I was like, 
Okay. I mean, like, we were I'll texting be, every like, single day, okay. then, like, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I think like even like, just making one connection, kind of like that, instantly. And I remember too, like Terry. Like, that when you like, back. Terry picked me up from the airport. Like there was this instant sense of like community, southern yeah. hospitality, like that I had never truly. It sounds crazy, but I had never experienced it before. Like, yeah. I came from New York People City, the like Northeast are just very different. I came different from energy. like Manhattan, and like I was used to Manhattan. I was Manhattan. Like yeah. everyone's just like doing their thing, their heads down, like headphones on, like yeah, get out of my way. And here yeah. it was just like instantly from the second I like hit the ground. Like Terry was at the airport, like waiting for me. Like I'd never have anyone pick me up at the airport in New York. Like right, like those little things that I realized. I was like, yeah. okay, there's just like a different sense of like living and yeah. like relationship and just like kindness and yeah. it sounds crazy but I felt that instantly and I think that also put me at ease a little bit too with like I don't know anyone here oh my god I was like yeah. well people are so kind and like hospitable and I felt so welcomed at forefront um and you know I met Allegra and I looked around and I saw you know a bunch of people who were like my age like Clearly, we have similar interests. We're at the same kind of company, doing the same kind of work. And I met Kat, and, like, Ben was there at the time. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be okay. Jessica, like, Mm -hmm. people who are still my friends to this day. So I went home. You also had to touch base, though, on the fact that you kind of scored the, the, the thing that people try to do with dating apps, like, very quickly. Oh, yeah, that's the whole thing. <laughs> kind of forgot about that. <laughs> that was also you. I had you to pretty much. I, I do. I did that weekend. I like cleaned like, up her dating profile. And you and updated it to Austin. I did. Mm. So one night we were out, and you were like, just like, so I was obviously super single. Yeah. I've been single my whole time living in New York, and that's actually probably another big driving factor. My big change was like I was ready to finally like put myself out there and date and I was not really ready to do that in New York City yeah. I tried it's, it it's like and it's, I was it's, like it's too much New, I feel yeah. like New York is like it's too much like um, they're either gonna like meet the people that are in your group already or yeah they're gonna set up and yeah hope it works yeah. yeah so yeah you encouraged me to update like my hinge profile to be in Austin um to kind of get a head start yeah because I was like, let's just do it. And then like, I helped you, like, with pictures. Like, yeah, you were, pictures like, and with you're... Adam. So I think you were also just like, let's see what's yeah. on here. Because like, yeah. I, I met Adam on Hinge. So. Yeah. You were mm-hmm. like, yeah, I have a good track record. So, yeah, that happened, too. And then I, I did ultimately, I think, in that weekend, maybe match with my current boyfriend. Yeah. Wow. Because I remember... wild when, to think Because I remember when yeah. you moved, like, down here, you were like, okay, I'm going to, like... Go out meet with him. this guy and yeah. meet this guy who I've been yeah. talking to now for yeah. like a month. Yeah. You know? So we matched and then we talked even when I went home. Yeah. And I think that kind of It's really so interesting. Helped, I like, feel like that has happened to multiple my friends where they're like, I know I'm moving to this place. I'm going to set my location there. And they're like married now. Because they started talking before they even moved there. Yeah. I think that really like made a big difference. Like it kind yeah. of like we met in person and we kind of like already knew each other. Yeah. Which was kind of yeah. nice. So... Yeah, that whole thing happened. <laughs> yeah, that was. Kind of like, crazy. You're like, I moved to a new city, a and happened. the whole everything shakes up. Yeah, yeah I think like, you were saying like you kind of were ready for that. You were at a point in your life where like you had made space for all of those things. A hundred percent. I think it was such a like, and again, didn't realize it all in the moment. But I think now that I'm two plus years in, like to look back and realize that like, and I think the big kind of learning and lesson from it was like terrifying massive risk total challenge totally uncomfortable yeah but like pushing myself to do it and like clearly like doing all of that then ended up resulting in all of these things that i was like hoping for yeah and it's kind of wild it's like like, it's like the testament that like Like, is manifestation at like manifestation is like the buzzword right now and just doing it was scary shit like even if you're terrified, if you're unhappy in your job, if you're unhappy in your relationship, like, it's going to be uncomfortable to, like, sever ties with those things. Yeah. But, yeah. look, you, yeah. Could be, you, could, you could be making space for the next big chapter in your life. Yeah. And I think, for me, too, when I was 
in the process of getting ready to make all these big decisions, I knew and know myself so well that I knew if I didn't do it then, I would be kicking myself. Yeah. Like, I knew that there was such a moment in time and such a, like, space and opportunity for me to, like, capitalize on in a way and take advantage of. And that if I didn't do it, and two years now and today I was, like, sitting in New York City and drinking till four in the morning every weekend, which was all fun and amazing while it was. Yeah. But, like, kind of surrounded by the same people and, like, Mm -hmm. maybe still at Viacom, like... I know myself and I'd be saying like, I should have done what I said yeah. I was going to do. Like, yeah, there was like no growth. I, I knew that like kind of like subconsciously and deep yeah. down too. So I was like, yeah. I just need to do it. I think about that all the time because I'm like, basically, I wasn't born here, but not here as fast as you can. <laughs> I have lived here since I've lived in Austin since I was four years old. And outside of the four years I went to college in Nashville, I have been in Austin and I think about that all the time of like, oh my God, am I going to live? Am I going to be, am I, am I going to live and die in Austin? Like, which is not, there are worse places to be. Yeah. I'm yeah. like you, like my family is here Yeah. and my career has been here. Yep. I think about it sometimes. So I'm like trying to. Yeah. I think your story is like getting to out here right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like reevaluating well, her entire life. <laughs> all the pause. I will say after London, I was like trying so hard oh, yeah. to figure out. I was out trying to get you to London. I was like, let's look up. It's the whole visa thing. The visa thing is terribly hard. Portugal has a great digital nomad visa if you want to move to Portugal. Oh. We should have two friends that live there now, so I don't know. Let's all go. Let's all go. I think honestly I'd be fine with it. Property is also very cheap in Portugal. I've started looking. I would love to live abroad again. Same. Yeah. Like that is my goal in my life. Yeah. No. And I don't, I think about like how you had a list of places in the U.S. I'm like, my places in the U.S. is like, no, nothing. Like, I don't know if I want to live anywhere outside of Austin, but. I go through that struggle sometimes too. It's like, where would I, if I were to leave Austin, where would I go in America? And I feel like. I mean, I think you had, like, your pros and cons for every place on your list, and you were, like, yeah. very clear about it, and I I know what I want, mm-hmm. and I just don't know that other cities... Are like Denver? I don't want to live in Denver. It's too cold, yeah, and see? I don't think it's a very diverse city. No. Like, Austin's not diverse, but I felt... I feel more comfortable in Austin than I did in Well, see, and I liked Nashville, but I also, like, think it's so similar to Austin. I'm like, well, why would I live in Nashville instead of just yeah. living in Austin? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know. There's a. Is there anywhere else on your list? I would love to live in New Orleans, but like my house would get washed away in a hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Like it, it, it's a matter of That's the when, wrong manifestation. Not yeah, like I, it's just it's a thing that, and I think like in a couple of years we would love to like maybe get like a small condo or something That's in like New Orleans. I would love to. Yeah, it's the biggest thing with anim- is the animals. I know. I would do it if it wasn't for. And literally. My cats and my dog. That was the big thing about London too. I was like, if I get a job. Yeah. There's a two week quarantine period. I was like, I actually think my dog's hearts would break yeah. and they would die in quarantine. No, they I think so. Separated from me for two weeks. Because yeah. even we talked about moving to like Hawaii is truly like, I could not think of a better physical manifestation of everything that I love yeah. is Hawaii. But like animals have to be quarantined when you move there. So like it's the same as moving abroad. Yeah. Wow. And the flights know. are just as long. Yeah. So. It is. It is. Yeah. So maybe maybe when the geriatrics are gone, maybe we're not for wishing now. for their deaths anytime soon. No, no. But no, no, <laughs> that was dark. But maybe at some point when it happens, that I could be the silver you. cloud, silver lining, silver lining. But like, yeah, no, I think that like that would give you like you. I feel like you've experienced so much in the past two years, two and a half years that you never would have had access to before yeah. so so here's the real austin question when are you getting a dog that is the <laughs> austin question so <laughs> we've been getting asked that a lot I found so this on the web. oh my god oh, oh siri oh. wants to pop in siri siri when are you getting siri a dog but i want to see what the hold on i want to see what the question it answered <laughs> oh it's gone okay, so when are you getting a dog yeah right um, that was a complete joke, but <laughs> so couple of couple of things. So 
Also, boyfriend who I met on Hinge, the first week I was here, is also named Alex. Yeah, the Alex's. Now, They're the so Alex's. Al and A-T is it's a really funny thing that will always be part of our relationship. Wild. Um, that was a big thing that I wasn't sure I could do, but here we are. Um, I have definitely gone out of my way to hook up with somebody named Taylor. So You I'm, say it often. No, I do. I bring it up all the time because I'm like, I... That was the first person I hooked up with when I moved to Austin was somebody named Taylor, and I did that on really? purpose. Yeah. And we still follow each other on Instagram. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my God. I don't think I'm going to meet anyone named Allegra or Allie. No, I think you're good. I think you're yeah, fine. Yeah, I think you're good. <laughs> you're good on Allegra. No, so I think a couple of things. We, we're still apartment living. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I want to have a dog when there's space for them. What kind of dog would you get? I don't know. Probably some sort of like lab Hmm. or something. I could see with the lab. Yeah. That makes sense Like a big-ish dog. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so I also, we don't know if we're going to like buy a house in Austin or like are we staying in Austin forever? Are we going abroad? Like we've talked about a lot of things. So I think it's like yeah, how I long have this, been dating now? this year will be a lot of that. I mean, I basically say that I've dated him since I moved here, so like two years. Yeah. 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 And you moved in together a year ago? February of this past year. So almost so a year ago. A year. Yeah. You know, it'll be oh, year. Next month. Next month. Next month. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh God, it's Wild. It's January. Surprise. Are you going to wait for New Year lease? Yeah. 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 It's a good spot for y'all. We're very content there and just like. It's a great location. And we realize, I'm sure we all realize, just how fast a year goes by. Yeah. So I'm just it's like... Crazy. And we weren't ready to like make a big decision no. by a month from now. So, yeah. And I feel like yeah. even when you guys moved in together, it was like, are we ready for this? You're like, well, it's now or never. Might as well. Like, yeah, I think that's, again, just like finding the scary thing and moving towards it, not yeah. away from it. Yeah, mm. totally. Because like the worst thing that happens, you move apart oh, like that's yeah. it yeah i was like might as well try yeah like <laughs> yeah just leaning in yeah um so yeah until we figure out all of that probably but maybe we'll get like a different type of animal or something i don't know a fish yeah. Allie. now i have a question for you what's the scariest decision you've made because this feels like a big scary decision that alex <laughs> made moving here and you were commenting how you've like been comfortable in Austin. what's your scariest decision you've made Mine was probably in 2021 when I made the decision to move back in with my parents mm. as a over 30 year old. Yeah, how old were you? You were 31? I was, 30? I was 30. You were 30. I had just turned 30. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think the listeners are aware that, you know, Adam and I started dating in 2020 is when we met. We met during the pandemic on Hinge. Um, And we broke up in December of 2021. And then I was single and living. And I was like, I think I'm going to be ready to buy a house soon. So it was very agonizing. But the decision was, until I find a place I want to purchase, I want to give up the you know the lease and Mm -hmm. move back in with my parents and I it was a big struggle because I really felt like as a 30 year old I was like I'm digressing I am I'm going backwards like I'm moving in with my parents at 30 years old and I'm single this isn't gonna be good for like dating this isn't gonna be good for like social social life life. Yeah. yeah But I knew ultimately, like, I was like, my goal is to save money. And I wouldn't take back the year that I had with my parents. I mean, we got to spend a lot of time. I was really nervous, too, because I was like, sometimes, like, me and my mom, we just we clash. And being under the same household, is it going to feel like yeah, I when remember. I was in high school? I had a lot of anxiety and a lot of um, yeah. stress just revolved around that. But I think most of it was around like that month before I did it. I had made the decision. I had ended. I I put in the notice. I was ending my lease, and then I was just wrapped with like, is this the right decision? Is this? I had my dogs. I had 
Yeah. I had to put all my stuff into storage. Yeah. I was living basically out of like two suitcases. And I was also living like in Northwest yeah, Austin. Like, you were in Yardia. It was so like, hard, You were literally in like, Canada. And I was just like, are my friends going to want to like still see me? Yeah. I'm going to have a social life. Am I just going to like work and go home? And, and it was not... It was better than I expected. And I was able to save a lot of money during that time. Yeah. And I did still date while that was happening. It was definitely not conventional, but it was actually great because I, I feel like I stuck to my guns of like, I'm going to go and meet this person and I'm going home. You know? Yeah. yeah. There was no, like, I wasn't ready to tell my parents. Um, yeah. And then during that time, like Adam and I reconnected and... There was a lot of changes that we both had made in our lives that led us to trying again. And now I'm in this amazing house and living with my partner and yeah. still saving money and yeah. building a great future. So I love that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's another example of like doing the scary thing. And it worst case scenario, you would have just gotten an apartment or a house or like whatever. Uh, yeah. But like you know, best case and, scenario and, is this. And, and during that month, like I will say too, I'm, I have not bought a house. I am still <laughs> renting currently, but I think it really paved the way for like what I want and not settling because yeah. a lot of the houses that I looked at during that year, there were a couple, I made a bunch of offers, nothing stuck. Um, but I also, Looking back, I'm glad that none of them are the home that I'm in because they all had things that I was like sacrificing on. And yeah. so I feel like I'm, I'm by doing the steps, I've now paved the way for like, I know what I want in a house. I know what I want, like with my relationship and it's just going to open more doors down the road for the right thing. Yeah, no, I love that. I so. think a big thing I remember, like you kind of going through and kind of reminding you during that time because I remember like I was like oh, I live my, I just like live with my parents yeah. and like trying to like relate that to you a little bit because I know that you're really like, closer to your parents and I, I am too but it was so like a daunting like to just think about being under one roof like yeah. <laughs> working yeah. and just like coexisting after like being on your own and like being able to do whatever you want whenever you want like mm-hmm. I remember that but I also think it was just like a great lesson for realizing like and you, I saw, like, so openly starting to accept that, like, things weren't going to work out in the exact time or way that you wanted them to. And, like, being so accepting of that. Yeah. Because, like, I remember, like, your house journey you were going and, like, with your dad. And, like, there was always, a like, something that yeah. wasn't quite right about each place you looked at. And, like, I remember so hard you were pushing for it. But then I think, like, I remember seeing a shift of just being, like, it's just not the right time. And it's yeah. okay that it's not the right time. Yeah, and then, I don't like, have to put myself in this box of, like, I'm 30 years old, I need to have a house. Yeah, you know? there's no timeline that exists you that, that you needs. are behind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Everyone's, like, paving their own path and journey yeah. for them. I'm like... And it was crazy, because at that time, I was looking at, like, the girl group that I had around me. Everything that you had just gone through. You and, you know, your partner were working towards... You know, you had bought a house buying another house or building another house. And then my other friend, Alex, was like having a baby. And it was just like all of these things. And, yeah. and then my other friend um, was going through a breakup. And so mm. it was just one of those moments of like, okay, like we are all within, you know, five years of each other. But going through such crazy yeah. differences in our lives and it just yeah. goes to show that there is no like set timeline for when anything is supposed to happen. Yeah, that's right. It just happens like when it happens, you just gotta like big like bend to the universe and yeah. let that embrace like, it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's my biggest lesson, maybe, uh, of being in my thirties. Like now I'm like solidly in my mid thirties. I'm yeah. thirty-four. And like it's crazy that all of my friends again, within, who are 30 to 36, are in such different phases. Like, some people are on their second husband. Some people are, like, going through a divorce, like, the first divorce of that part of the friend group. Some people are, like, still single and, like, happy with that and, like, Mm -hmm. just looking for their person whenever they show up. People are, like, experiencing infertility. It's just crazy how, like, it's 
when you're in high school and college, so you're crazy. all going through the same things at the exact same time. Yep. And then timelines just get so stretched the older you get. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I feel like that's something I'm still trying to like, fig, not figure out. That's not the right word, but like, yeah, keep promise up. me though, we're gonna have babies at the same time. Sure, let's do it. <laughs> Absolutely. We need like. <laughs> I'll need somebody to commiserate <laughs> with. I'll need somebody to commiserate with. I feel I'll like I'm gonna cool, be cool, fun aunt. To support Perfect. you along the way. I feel like I'd be a whiny I'm gonna laugh person. like if you have kids before us. Oh god. We're not gonna put that into the universe unless you want that in the universe. <laughs> that reminds me though when other Alex oh had her baby and she and I, we've never gotten into a fight outside of like one time we got into a very heated debate about what was better to have first, a kid or a dog. I was very pro dog, like I mean as somebody yeah. who got a dog when you were in college. Yeah, I'm like, a dog teaches you responsibility. A dog teaches you how to, like, take care of something and not kill it. A baby, you just, like, go from zero to a hundred. Yeah. Truly. Zero and, and she was very much like, no, I'll get a dog once I have a kid. Interesting. And so I remember when she told me that she was pregnant, she was like, I have news. And I was like, oh, my God, you're getting a dog. And she's, she's like, like yeah. no, I'm pregnant. And not I was like, quite. oh. Not Okay, quite. I'm still happy for you. <laughs> yeah, right. But I was so excited thinking that she was going to be number two. Now she's had two babies. I'm like, where's the, dog? where's the dog? Where's the dog? Where's the dog? You know dog? what? When you have two under two, maybe wait until they're older yeah. before you try dog to throw a puppy like in the a mix. Yeah, I would, I would wait on that. Equation. 100%. That seems yeah. like way too much. That sounds yeah. awful. But if you had a dog first. <laughs> but also I've heard so many stories of people I know who were like, I hate my dogs now that I have a child. Like really? I, yeah, like multiple people have to, like people? personally told me this. Wow. That they're like, my, I love, like my dog was my child before. Yeah. And now that I have a real child, it's I'm annoyed by them. They're like always there. Like I'm not, they're a burden. Yeah. And I'm like, that's my biggest, really if I ever sad. have a child, I'm terrified of, I love my animals. Yeah. That's that is so fucked up. No, I, multiple people have told me that. <laughs> that is so fucked up. I like believe it, but I would put my still not. No. Yeah. Yeah. My dogs so are my children. They are until you have a child. Apparently. And, you and then I looked and it up on Reddit. Like it's like one very, hour a night yeah. and you're like dying. Yeah. <laughs> I looked it up. It's very, it's like very much you're a like, common that's, thing. That's huh. something I can't even fathom taking care of as well. No. Yeah. I'm like very taking care of myself sometimes. Well, thank you so much, Alex, for coming you guys. on. Oh my God. It was fun to like reflect a little bit and yes. It's been a journey. It's been a journey. It's been a journey, yeah. And I appreciate you both. I mean, you are totally part of my community, obviously, Allegra. And I, like, from day one and work and social life and personal life and everything. But happy to have you, too. And Austin and part of that. Well, happy to have you in the Everyday Bubbly crew. We are. Yeah, thank you. I feel so honored. Let's really cheer. I feel like that's a perfect cheers moment, honestly. Cheers. Um, should we move on to songs of the week before we wrap songs things up? Of the week. Yeah. All right. Oh, am I, am I starting? Oh, go God. First. We'll, okay. go, we'll go this direction. Opposite direction now? Okay. Yeah. Um, I was really torn, but I'll save my other song for next week. But I have Body Parts, the full frontal version by Blood Nymph. Which oh. is a very aggressive <laughs> name. Okay. I know. I'm sorry. It's very aggressive. Blood, B-L-U-D. Full frontage. Yeah. Full frontal. Full frontal. Full frontal. Okay. It's very aggressive. It's the non-full frontal version. I think it's just like an extended remix. Okay. Yeah, I think the full frontal is just like extended. It's less, it's, it's, it's more uh, PG. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but yeah, that's my... Like blood nymph. I, it's, I always feel I can't aggressive wait to to this when I see, like I like several of her songs and they're like pretty like... They're like pop, like dark pop, I guess you would consider it. But it's like so like poppy. Grimes? I don't think I've ever listened to Grimes. Okay, we'll have to listen to Grimes. Yeah, well, yeah I haven't really All Grimes is dark pop. She's like dark alien pop. No, there's no alien part well, here. No <laughs> aliens. No aliens. Um, but that's my song of the week. It's just, it's just like a upbeat song. You guys will hear it. It sounds very aggressive. Oh, I've listened to a lot of Blood Nymph. Um, and I always feel dumb saying her name in my head, but like, I like all of her music. Okay. It doesn't, I'll have a listen. Yeah. Maybe focus on the nymph we'll put part on, and not we'll the blood part. I don't know. I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Allie, what's your song of the week? Okay. So, uh, there is an artist that I actually rediscovered at one of the events that our company puts on called Live in the Vineyard. 
His name is Alec Benjamin. Mm-hmm. He performed. Remember, I remember we were sitting next to each other at the yeah. Uptown Theater listening to him. Yeah. Um, but he just, I love all of his music. He has such a unique voice, and he also has like such a little baby face, and I just think he's precious. Cute. But he has a new song called "I Sent My Therapist to Therapy." Oh my god, I've been listening to this song. It's so good. That's been on my it's discover a great name for like, song. Yeah, it's really good. I, I like that song. To it on repeat, but. He's had a bunch of good ones, um, but that one is the newest release, and I'm like, okay, it's it's been in my rotation. Yeah, I like so. that song. It's a good one. Very good. Okay, so I struggled for a couple of reasons <laughs> with this, but one being it's just hard for me to always pick like one. Yeah. Um, and also, I feel like I notoriously like don't really listen to like the current music that's like on the radio yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I've been listening to this album, um, called Happy Music by Super Shy. Ooh. And it's, like, dancey and, like, kind of, like, progressive-y, like, house music, but, like, chill. Ooh. Kind of, like, don't really know how to explain it. I don't know if I have the right genre. Um, but the album is called Happy Music, and the song Happy Music is the first song on the album. And you both should have a listen today. It's just like a happy, good feeling, vibey, fun song. I love that. I, I love that. I think that. the album came out like last, like late last year. Yeah, we'll have to do a listen. What's the artist again? Super shy. Super, Super shy. Okay. Yeah, we'll add that sure, to the playlist yeah. as well. Yeah. That's well, nice. I mean, I think on that note, we can wrap things up. Thank well, you again, Alex. Thank you guys. This was really fun. We had a great time, and uh, yeah, as. All for all of our listeners slash watchers, um, like, subscribe, do all the things, rate and review. Find us on Instagram at Everyday Bubbly Pod. Listen to the playlist. Do all the things. Do all the things. And also, what's the scariest thing that you've Ooh. ever done? I would love to yeah. hear from y'all. Like, we'll put a, a box up on Instagram, and we would love to just hear what's the scariest thing you've ever done. If you've ever moved to a new city without knowing anybody. Moving back in with change your, your parents, careers. change your careers, like completely change everything, move across the country. Go back to school, like that seems yeah. scary. Yeah. I would love to hear from y'all and hear what some scary things you've done and like how it worked out for you guys. All right, well, talk to you guys next week. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.